Hello everyone, welcome to ARU's Clearing Podcast. You're with me, Megan, and you're with Emma, and I work for Anglo Ruskin, and Emma here is a student at the moment, and we're going to talk about clearing, the process, what happens, and what to expect. So Emma, you're here with me today because you came through clearing, didn't you? Do you want to tell me a bit more about that? So I'm in my third year now, so I'm on placement at the moment doing a business and human resource management course. Um, But I came through clearing quite late on. Um, So I started a degree at another university and then changed my mind. I didn't like it. I wanted to swap. So came through clearing and joined ARU. Okay. So did you find the process of clearing difficult or was it quite easy was it stressful what was your first sort of reaction to the concept of clearing I think clearing is actually a really good idea because it kind of opens you up to loads more universities and courses that you might not have even thought of so I know when I first looked I didn't really even see ARU but then when I went through clearing and I was having another look at everything I found ARU and thought, wow, I really like the look of this place. Okay. Um, I think it was quite scary initially, like picking up the phone oh. and ringing someone to be like, will you take me, please? <laughs> um, that was quite scary. But then as soon as the lady answered, I was like, why was I so, so scared? Because she was just so nice. And oh. I was like, it just made me more excited to want to come and start. So did you study at your previous university? Were you already studying business and HR or was it a completely change of course as well as university? Or Yeah, it was a complete change of course. Oh, wow. so I was studying education. So okay. basically I was studying that and I kind of couldn't see where it was going to go. So I started looking at different jobs and then found HR and I thought, oh, this is something that I could be really interested in. So then we started looking at universities and found ARU. Okay. So when did you start that process? When did you know you were going to look in clearing? Was it on the results day or was it before? No, then? it was ages after. It was like oh, the end of August. Wow. So I applied really late through clearing. Okay. Yeah. But it's absolutely worked out fine. Yeah, it's worked out amazingly. Yay. I'm so glad I did it. Oh, okay. So with clearing in general and ARU, um, where did you start? So obviously you'd made the decision you probably didn't want to go back in yeah. September and you were thinking, I'm going to do something else. So did you start by using the website or did you go through UCAS? Or So I went through UCAS and it's quite a funny story because I typed in HR because I, at that point I got to the point where I was like, oh, this looks like something I want to study. And obviously Anglia Ruskin being an A comes up at the top. <laughs> so it was the first one. So I was like, oh, let's have a look at this one. Okay. Never, I'd never heard of the uni before because I'm not oh. from anywhere near here. But obviously it came up at the top. So I had a good look through the website and thought, wow, I, I really like the look of this. But I was like, right, go back onto UCAS, have a look at some more. <laughs> and then every other one I looked at, I thought, oh, it's just not quite as good as that top one. Oh. So luckily it came up at the top (laughs) but it did kind of turn out that every other one I looked at I thought "Mm, no I think that is the right one for me okay so you said you did the phone call application do you want to talk a bit about that because I think that causes a bit of anxiety in some people the thought of Mm. making a phone call and like you said you felt a little bit like you were saying please take me yeah it's a bit of a scary thing for some people to do Where, Mm. where did you start and how did it go 
So I started by kind of getting out everything I needed. So I had like my GCSE results, my A-level results, because I thought as soon as I get on that phone, I'm going to completely forget yeah. what I've studied for the past like however yeah, many years of my life. And everything. What my name is, my date of birth, <laughs> everything. So I thought, right, get it all out. Yeah. And it's all in front of me. I said to my mum, right, I'm going to make the phone call now. Please don't disturb me. Shut my bedroom door. I was like, right, okay, rang. And then obviously she talks you through all the details. And it is quite daunting because you have to give all of your details before they can say yes or no. Okay. So it's a little bit like, I don't know, an audition for something. Yeah. Where you do the audition and then the judges give you feedback. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a bit daunting. You're kind of like, uh. So do you hear on the phone yeah. if you've got a place or not there and then? Yeah. So oh, I okay. gave her all my A-level results and then she said... We'd love to offer you a place um, and you'll be starting in September. Oh, wow. Great. Okay. So what was the next step then? Do you hang up the phone or do you have to speak to somebody else? Do you have so, to provide your GCSE results and everything? Yeah, it? I had to send mine through because I had been to another university before. So I wasn't in the UCAS process that time round. Of course. Okay. Um, so I had to send through a scan of my results just to prove that I did have them because UCAS didn't have a record of them. Mm-hmm. And then after the phone call, I asked to speak to accommodation oh, um, because I hadn't got any of that sorted. <laughs> that was a bit of a stress. I was like, where am I going to live? Yeah. Um, but then I spoke to the accommodation team and they gave me some different options of what I could go for. Oh. Um, and then from that, I arranged a day to come down to Cambridge to have a proper look round because like mm-hmm. I said, I'd never been here before, never really seen it. Okay. So um, you, you came here having never seen the campus? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Quite scary. So you knew it was the place for you, even yeah. though you hadn't seen it. Yeah, it's weird. Oh. Just by looking on the website, I kind of thought, yeah, I really like the look of this place. So it was really about the course, yeah. was it? So you saw the modules yeah. and things, you're like, this is the one for me. Yeah, and then I think when I arranged that trip to Cambridge, I came... Mm-hmm. And as soon as I stepped through the doors, it just felt like home, which was such a nice feeling. <laughs> I was like, good. I like it here. Yeah. I think it was just like an instant thing. And then I met a few different people on the day, had a look around the campus. So look at a few different the rooms that were available to me and then got everything sorted from there. Okay. So with the accommodation, you said that it was quite late in August that you applied. Yeah. Um, so what, you were starting university in two, three weeks? Yeah. And do they have space still? Yeah. Oh, so they amazing. offered me the first one, which was the one on campus, um, okay. Swinhoe. Yep. Um, but it was a shared bathroom and I really didn't want a shared <laughs> bathroom. I was like, I really don't want to share with boys. Yeah. <laughs> so I said no to that one. And then they found me another one in Anastasia House, which was where I ended up living. Wow. And that's literally like... A yeah. minute, not even a minute yeah. from university. You could so. just roll out of bed <laughs> straight into lectures. Wow. So I don't know why I thought that they would be running out of space by then, but you got spaces yeah. on campus available to you. Yeah. That was really good. And yeah, you had really choices. Good. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think a lot of people think clearing is not about having a choice, but yeah. you said you saw plenty of universities yeah. and you had choices of accommodation and anything. So Yeah, it was really good. That is really good that you had all those options. Okay. So next, I'm going to, you might have to speak hypothetically here because I know mm-hmm. you've worked in the clearing yeah. call centre as well, haven't you? Yeah. So what would you recommend to a student who might ring up during clearing? What questions would you say are good to ask? What should you try and cover? What should you try and think about mm-hmm. before you make that call or while mm-hmm. you're making that call? I think... The big thing for me with ARU is that it's mostly students that answer the phones. Mm -hmm. So you can really find out about 
what they've done, how they've found it. And even if you ring up and you get a member of staff, you could just say to them, is there a student there I can talk to? And they can always transfer you through, which okay. is really nice because then you can ask them how they find it, found it, what would they recommend, um, what things have they learned, just those kind of questions. And students will give you very honest answers. <laughs> So did you speak to a student then or did you ask to? I spoke to a member of staff actually, but she had been a student here previously. Yeah, so a lot of the staff in the business school were students here before. So she could still give some like first-hand experience of what it's like um, and kind of tell me a bit about like my first trip to Cambridge, where I should park, which is the most like horrendous experience in Cambridge is where to park. <laughs> it can be difficult. <laughs> it can be very difficult. Yeah, also they gave you really good advice. Yeah. That's really sweet. Okay, so back to you working in the clearing call centre. Mm. What would you say is a common thing that happens, a common problem, a common hurdle, just to help people be prepared? Because everyone likes to think yeah. of worst case scenario first. So yeah. let's try and preempt that. Is there anything yeah. that comes to mind? I think the worst thing is when someone's parent calls for them. Okay. And I know it's the most daunting thing and you might not want to call. Yeah. But the problem is you can never give an offer to someone's parent. You need to speak to the student. Okay. And it's going to be the student's life. Like yeah. your parents can't make that decision for you. It's it's a very scary thing to pick up the phone. But mm-hmm. for me, it was the best thing I ever did. Aww. So... Yeah, don't get your mum and dad to do it. No, no, you definitely don't need your mum and dad doing it for you. Because yeah. it must help if a student's mum or dad rings um, and the mum and dad doesn't answer, ask a question that yeah. the student might have on their mind, mm. then they're not going to get the answers they want. So definitely, yeah. definitely call yourself. That's I mean, definitely have like your mum or dad in the room. I mm-hmm. think that can be quite helpful okay. because sometimes if your mind goes blank and you can't remember your... A-level results or GCSE results, your yeah. mum and dad probably will. Yeah. They're, they're the kind of people that will remember what you did or what you haven't done. Yeah. Or they'll be like, oh, don't forget accommodation. Because sometimes when you ring clearing, they say, oh, is there anything else you need? And you're like, no, 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 that's fine. I've got my offer. And then you put the phone down. And you're like, oh, where oh. am I going to live? Okay, <laughs> so you can say on that phone call there and then I want to talk to accommodation. And then yeah. do accommodation call you back? Or do they put you through <clears throat> there and then? Or is there a website? Do it depends how busy it is, I think. Sometimes okay. they can try and put you through and you can speak to someone straight away. But okay. if not, they can call you back, yeah. which is really useful. Okay, so I, yeah, I know that most of the time all the time the website has the mm. aru.ac.uk forward slash housing so that's always running so if you're thinking about clearing now that's the place to check yeah but you can call those people mm. and you can email them as well um, yeah and I think they do quite a few virtual tours of the accommodations now which yeah. is quite cool yeah because at the end of the day it's accommodation most yeah. of them look very similar the big decision is whether you want a bathroom or not mm-hmm. And how close you want to be. Yeah, how yeah. close you want to be. Because I think some people quite like having that, a stroll in, they yeah. like having, being a bit closer to some of the sort of like leisure facilities and stuff. Yeah. Where if, if you're on campus, it's great because you can roll out of bed like yeah. you do <laughs> and you've got the gym on campus and stuff. But yeah, yeah it's just, it's all personal preference, isn't it? And yeah. And it sounds like there's lots of options to pick from, which yeah. is good. So... Other than that, there's one thing I wanted to touch on before we finish. And I don't think this is something that you've necessarily had um, experience in. But you were talking about people having a bit of anxiety, making their mum and dad's Mm -hmm. ring for them. um, And answering or even picking up the telephone can be a bit daunting for some people. Um, And did you know that you could 
apply through Clearing Now on the website? No, I had no idea. Okay, so the last few years we've run this thing on the website. It's called Self Apply. And um, it starts from July the 1st, it goes live. Um, and if you go onto our website, aru.ac.uk forward slash clearing, you'll be taken to all the courses that are live and going into clearing as of the 1st of July. And then you can literally click on the course you want to do, click apply, and you can fill everything out online. So I think that will really help yeah. those people that do find it nerve wracking. Um, and you can apply for multiple courses as well. So if you're mm. unsure and you think, oh, I might want to do film, but I might want to do business, yeah. you can do both and see if, if you get into both, then you can have yeah. the choice and the option's all yours. I think that's really good because you've then got quite a lot of time. Yes. So I applied really late, so everything was a bit of a last-minute panic, whereas if you've got from the 1st of July, you've got some time to properly have a look through the different courses, yeah. even come to the campus. I know there's the drop-in sessions, mm-hmm. or if you email... Um, so I've met some other students that wanted to come and do business and HR before. So it's quite nice when you come, if you can't manage to make an open day, you can still talk to a student, you could talk to the course leader. Yes. And I think that's really useful because you still get a real feel for the university yeah. and what it's actually going to be like. So it just gives you a little bit more wiggle room if you can totally. go from the 1st of July. That gives you so much yeah. more time. Because even if it's about, you know, being proactive and having a plan in place. Yeah. It's not saying that you definitely are going to change your plan. But mm-hmm. if you think, hmm, there's an option here. Yeah. It might border my horizons. It might be something I want to follow. It might not be something I want to follow. But mm-hmm. if you scroll through those options, yeah. you never know what door it's going to open. And yeah. I, as you're saying, it's clearly something that can be quite important in people's yeah. lives. It's changed yours dramatically Mm. I think and I know lots of people who didn't apply to UCAS because they thought oh no I don't want to go to university Mm -hmm. and then they took a bit of time working and thought "Mm, I think I might want to go (laughs) to university have a bit more freedom for a few years so it's really good in that way if that you didn't apply in the first place you can then apply to different places and go and visit them and still kind of get the whole university experience yeah because there's the July 6th open day on a Saturday so that will be a good chance for some of these people to mm-hmm. visit the campus because you know it's a sunny day there'll probably yeah. be some free food floating around yeah, that's the best <laughs> bit popcorn and yeah. candy floss <laughs> and you know you'll well most of the student ambassadors people like emma yeah. you'll be there and the um, academics will be there yeah um so it's a really good chance you can even go and see mm. the accommodation i think on open days yeah can't you? so and sometimes there's little taster sessions so you could have a bit yeah. of a feel of what it might be like to actually go to a seminar or a lecture yeah. which is always quite nice. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely good to be proactive and just have a different different plan, different yeah. different ways to approach things. Yeah. It's as you were saying, there's a bit of, um, I don't know, it's, it's good to debunk that myth of clearing being the last chance to learn because yeah. you've said you've got people that you know who applied just because they had worked and actually maybe working life wasn't for them quite yeah. yet and they wanted to try something else and you changed your mind from yeah. one university to another. So there's so many different reasons why people go into clearing. It's not a negative experience mm. at all. Yeah, I feel like so many people think clearing is just for people who haven't got the grades that they needed, whereas that's not why I came through clearing. I know some of my friends, that's not why they went through clearing either. Mm-hmm. It just gives you so many more opportunities and it gives you that extra little bit of time to have more of a think about what you actually might want to do because I know sometimes you feel a bit pressured into making a decision 
the UCAS deadline is there and everyone's like, you need to apply. And you're like, yeah. oh. Um, so it just gives you that extra bit of time. And there's so many opportunities out there. So I think yeah. clearing can be a really positive thing. Well, and it totally worked out for you, didn't it? Yeah. So we're going to talk about Emma's success story through clearing. Maybe not next time, maybe the time after, we'll see. So we've got Emma with us every week going forward, which is really exciting. Um, so make sure you tune in next time and the times after that. We're going to do a few more podcasts and it's going to be really good. So thank you for tuning thank in today. You. And see you soon. Bye. Bye.